0: Good afternoon, Texans. Thank you for taking time to join uh, myself, Dr. Kelly Steirn, Vice President for Student Affairs, and our SGA President, Ms. Tyler Schuster. We have a series of updates that we we wanna share with you today. But first, I wanna start with a few thank yous. I wanna first start with our students, um, our faculty, and our staff. For your United as One attitude, I also want to share the leadership of our federal, state, and Texas A&M system officials. Chancellor Sharp and his team have been an incredible resource um, for us to work with. They've been diligent in sharing information as they garner from the feds, uh, state level. And our governor, Governor Abbott, has been diligent. He's been steadfast in his leadership and sharing information with the university presidents and CEOs across the state. I especially want to thank our campus staff for their ongoing support and their service to our institution. They have went above the call of duty to ensure your safety, uh, your well-being. It's been a remarkable team effort. And so in saying that, I want to start by saying we are here for you. We understand that this is unprecedented times, we understand that this is a new normal, Um, we really. We, we're gonna to attempt to answer things today that we don't yet have answers for. And literally, hour by hour, day by day, there's a new script being written. And so I ask for your continued patience, your continued diligence, um, and your continued support. Because again, as I said earlier, we're united as one. I wanna start by turning it over to Ms. Tyler Schuster, our SGA uh, president, for some opening comments from Tyler.
1: Thank you. I'm so glad you've all chosen to join us today. We're really excited to be able to keep you updated and thank you both for being here and keeping our students informed. I can say that I know how hard Tarleton is working to ensure your safety and so that's my first question for you all is what measures are we taking as a university to ensure uh, our students, staff, faculty's health is our number one priority?
0: Well, that's obviously a great question and one we want to start with by, by answering um, as transparently as we, as we can. As all of you know, the learning disruption that has occurred not only here at Tarleton but across the country has forced us to move to a virtual learning platform, which means that starting on Monday, our classes at least through April the 10th will be uh, in a virtual capacity. That means our classes are fully integrated to the online uh, mode. Our faculty have been working diligently uh, with our provosts, with our deans, um, to, to ensure, Tyler, that the learning experience continues. Because we, as you know, as seniors, we have a lot of seniors that were really close to that finish line, and it's important for us not only to get our seniors across the finish line, but all of our students. So social distancing, as we've all become accustomed to, to the word, to the, pra- to the phrase. I've seen some incredible videos from our students and how they're killing time with, with social distancing. It's, it's been fun. Please keep sending those because the, they're uplifting. Uh, d- when I have long days of conference calls and sitting and trying to, to garner the proper information to make the right decision for all of you, sometimes I could use a little humor throughout the day and you guys have been awesome in doing so. Uh, secondly, we have, uh, and I, I'm going to ask Dr. Styron to, um, to answer some of this as well. We spend an enor- enormous amount of time and resources and effort into ensuring that our campus is, is a safe and lear- uh, clean environment, learning environment. Um, and so um, Kent Styron, our director of risk management, has has been doing a fabulous job of updating us on a daily basis of, of the necessary steps. So Kelly, I'd ask that you maybe... Chime in as well.
2: Certainly. So the SSC staff and all of the Tarleton staff are working very hard. We're constantly disinfecting. They're on a great schedule to make sure that surfaces are being wiped down and disinfected. Each of the series of locations that we're going to discuss later where campus labs are open or other places where students are congregating are being wiped down after each use. So I think we're on top of that, and I think other safety measures that are really important, Tyler, are just to make sure that everybody is using good hand washing techniques. We can't stress that enough. We've got signage all over campus to help us remember that, but thoughtful reminders to each other help as well. The social distancing is not something that we're used to, but we need to work on that in each and every scenario. So whether you're in a campus lab working next week on your virtual online courses, or in the library, studying in the Thompson Student Center because all of those facilities are open, or in your residence hall where we welcome every student to come back and uh, feel at home in their residence hall room. We need to practice good social distancing there. The other
0: um, the, the other topics that I know we'll get into, but I want to make sure that on the outset that we discuss, the postponement or the cancellation of many events have been pretty disappointing. Um, we had so many senior activities that we were planning on having within just this week. Um, a lot of those have obviously been postponed. Um, some most likely will be canceled. Um, so we're taking those steps to ensure that we're adhe- adhering to CDC regulations um, our state government regulations. And so ensuring that social distancing um, and that we're following CDC regulations and guidelines is really important.
1: I think we all got some really good answers there. I appreciate that. I know I've personally been in the dining hall and was very impressed with everything Sodexo is doing for our students. And I know that we're going above and beyond because we want our students to come back to campus and be here. With that being said, uh, let's dive into online classes. I know a couple students who are really worried about that. So let's kind of talk about that shift and what we're doing in terms of educating not only our students, but our faculty and staff.
0: Right. um. And so we're certainly sensitive to the fact that some students came to Tarleton for the Tarleton experience, the on-campus, face-to-face. The majority of our on-campus here in Stephenville, that's the reason they chose Tarleton. And we understand that this dis- disruption has occurred. Um, we're sensitive to that. Um, it breaks my heart as well, right? Because I was getting to know all of the students and, and faculty and staff, and, and I'm a very face-to-face. Social distancing is hard for me. I think all of you that have gotten to know me over, their, over the last six to seven months understand that I'm, a, I'm the high five, the, the hugger, I, so social distancing has been tough, as online learning will be equally as difficult for some of our students that have not had the opportunity uh, to experience online learning, and, and, and for some faculty members. Some faculty members here are very well versed in teaching online and some were used, we have used this week to really uh, teach and coach and prepare those individuals, those faculty members, to give an excellent learning experience. And so, again, uh, up for now until April the 10th, we are planning on being uh, on a virtual um, online uh, environment platform, if you will. And so it's really important uh, that we, as students, and since we're having this student um, live chat first, it's important to you students to reach out to your uh, departments for help. Don't try to do this in isolation. Don't try to do it with with only your friend. Please reach out to your faculty member, um, a staff member. Reach out to Dr. Steyron, uh, Dr. Mary, or provost. We're all here to help you navigate this process because we do understand that it's uncharted waters for some.
1: Can you explain or go into the fact that you know we could resume face-to-face and what that would look like if students didn't want to come back to campus or is there a probability we finish online kind of give students some insight on that. Yeah
0: that's a fair question Um, so we have been very steady and deliberate about decisions and I know for some they've appreciated that very much for a few of you you would like to know exactly okay if we're going to be online can you just call it now until the end of the year we we have deliberately chosen not to do that because this is As I I said earlier, this is something that's evolving hourly, certainly daily and weekly. We wanted to be very patient and deliberate in our approach. And so as of now, um, our plans are after that April 10th uh, timeframe is for us to return in that face-to-face environment. With the current trends and the way that the coronavirus continues to spread, I think that's highly unlikely. We will make that decision um, sometime between April the 3rd and April the 5th, and we'll have a definite. At that point, we will not move the needle weekly. We will simply decide we're going to continue with this platform for the remainder of the year. And for the sake of transparency, that's probably where we're trending, just watching uh, the uh, regulations that are being handed down by the CDC, by our state government. Um, And that's probably the most prudent in ensuring that not only are we safe, but the the communities we serve.
2: I think that's important to know. So if students want to come back and come back into the residence halls we're open and available for that. They can use non-residential students and residential students alike of course have all the facilities open on campus. So if they're here during the online learning platform or if they choose to move home and that learning platform changes Faculty, I want to brag on our faculty and staff, just like Dr. Hurley said, faculty have worked so hard during this time to prepare not just a course, but the very best course available at this point in time. Because for some of them, it's their first time in teaching. in an online format, and for many students, it'll be their first time learning in an online format. But the resources are here no matter how we finish out the semester. I would echo his uh, recommendation that they should contact their faculty member. They're all holding virtual office hours. Um, The email is certainly going to work as well, and you can pick up the telephone and call, and staff will be able to help you and and direct you in the manner that you need to go. So even if you choose to move out, and we we hold with the online platform through the end of the semester. You'll be able to come back and get your belongings. You can check back in to the residence hall if you choose to do that. We're here for our students. If any of these issues are causing students a little bit of anxiety, the counseling center is open. They're open and available for students to call and make appointments. We're doing some virtual appointments. The health center is available also for our students as a resource. So if they have questions about that, we're asking that they call for appointments. We'll be able to handle as much as we can over the telephone. But if they need an appointment on campus, we've got that schedule open. We're just trying to limit the contact with walk-ins. So signage is out there explaining that, their numbers on the website. And don't forget students, the counseling numbers on the back of your ID card
1: great point point. and for all students out there the website's great there's a directory you can type in first last name department and it's gonna pull up you know those matches and you can click on their name and even see their mailing t-box so be sure to utilize that to get in contact if you're unsure also look at your syllabus um, right. most professors have provided information on there right. speaking Tyler, of
0: I will make one point that I think was really important we want our students to know that we are 100% open for business right we're open uh, our offices are open for you be it in athletics student success academic um, success dining residential hall we're here for you uh, we're not closing our campus we're going to we're, we're working very hard to create social distancing opportunities uh, for our faculty and staff some are working virtually but we are working we are here for you um, and, and we're still a 24 7, 365 campus, and that doesn't change. The coronavirus has certainly created uh, new opportunities for us, but that doesn't uh, change the fact that we're here for students.
1: We've talked some about the resources available to students for these online classes. I think we maybe expand on that and explain more what facilities may be open, where they can go. We've talked about how it will be different. Um, You're going to sit further away from people. There might be time limits, things of that nature. Let's kind of explain to our students who are still on campus or maybe in town but plan to come to campus to get some work done because it's a very different environment in an academic room than your living room.
0: Right. No, I I concur. Um, And we're very sensitive to that. So And that's why it was imperative that um, our system chancellor, uh, John Sharp, made it, made it very clear from, from day one that we want to be accessible to our students and w- as a system. And certainly here at Tarleton, uh, we're working under that same mantra, we're here for you. So all of our learning facilities, uh, educational enhancement uh, opportunities, they're there. So the library will be open albeit we can't have 500 people in the library at one time like we're accustomed to. We have to adhere to social distancing. Uh, there could be some, li- some time limitations in place. We, we, we're gonna ask people to be very sensitive. You can't come and hunker down for five and six hours because some uh, of our learners we know uh, do not have uh, reliable internet at their homes. Some have no internet at their homes because they live in rural parts of, of Texas. And so we wanna make sure that those opportunities um, are there um, and exists for all students so we are going to try to govern as as much as we need our academic uh, buildings each college will be open our, our deans are in place the faculty and staff members are in place to assist and we've created various hot spots and additional labs throughout the, uh, throughout the campus and those are listed on our website so again I want to I want to encourage just as Tyler encouraged you earlier to please visit our COVID-19 uh, special portion, if you will, of the web it, it's certainly our most um, um, used <laughs> in the last few weeks it's It's the place that a lot of people are going and landing and so we, we constantly update update that every day.
2: I would echo that as well. The website's your best source of information. The library, the Ricketts Library in Fort Worth, so hello to our students at our distance learning centers, as well as the library on this campus are both open. They do have modified hours, so check the web before you drive over there and make sure about that. The labs that are going to be open for students to have Wi Fi access are also listed on the web. So it may be a little bit hard to write these down, but there's going to be one in the College of Business Administration, one in the Math Building, one in the Engineering Building more than one in these, but these are the buildings that have labs. Business Administration, the Math Building, the Engineering Building, the Science Building, and Fine Arts. Also, the Fort Worth campus has labs available. So please know that our Fort Worth campus is open, but be advised that our Learning Centers in Waco and Midlothian are following the lead of our community college partners with their staff working remotely. So check their websites as well. The Relis and Bryan Academic The Rellis Campus in Bryan Academic Building is closed until March 30th, but classes at all outreach locations will be shifting to the same virtual format on Monday. So continue to monitor the web. That's your best source for accurate, up-to-date information.
1: And I know some people have questions about academic advising. There's answers on the website about that to get you more information and plugged in about that. I also know that you can now download off Canva and our Canvas and take that lecture home and watch it and right. then i'm from rural texas i don't have Wi-Fi at home we talked about that being able to you know drive up to the public library sit in my car and download that lecture right. and go home and watch it it's going to be a game changer so know you can do that next let's shift to one,
0: one other point i want to make Tyler. it's really important that you as students if you run into issues or bumps in the road along the way please let us know we can't fix issues that we don't know about and so it's imperative That you let us know when you have a problem and we have again you have all of the contact information for each uh, each office that you may have a concern and so if it's academic advising and you're not getting a response from your faculty member i i i want to caution to be careful um, not to to jump to conclusions that he or she is not responding keep in mind that now they're having to respond to a lot of students all online and so Um, work through your professor uh, first and foremost or your academic advisor and then if you're not getting um, the satisfaction please let us know in the office of the provost so we can help get that uh, issue solved.
1: So we've talked about computer labs open, academic buildings are open, is there anything else on the Stephenville campus that is open for students to utilize?
0: Unfortunately we had to close the rec center Um, that's that was a, um, a state mandate if you will and so all, uh, we saw Governor Abbott's uh, response to um, social distancing and creating uh, COVID-19 guidelines for the state, uh, gyms, rec centers, et cetera. Um, we're hoping at some point that we, we social distance enough so we can start lifting some of these uh, bans, if you will, <laughs> of uh, restrictions. But as of now, that facility is closed All of the the other facilities are open, but again, we have to adhere to social distancing, so we just have to be mindful of those.
2: Something that's a little bit exciting and different, the dining services on the Stephenville campus are certainly open. We've moved to an all-to-go format, so students can come by there and pick up a to-go lunch. That menu's changing uh, regularly, so they'll have something different for all three meals. And the purple truck is going to be out on campus, and they have a designated route. That schedule is going to be posted with a flyer online, and we'll be sending that information to students as well. That will open on Monday.
1: That's great to hear. So big question for students like me graduating in May, what is commencement gonna look like?
0: Yeah, great question. Um, We are postponing May's commencement and we will move that to the dates of August 7th, 8th and 9th, assuming that at that point that things have settled and the restrictions have lifted. But I wanna make one assurance above all other assurances and promises from your president we will have commencement at some point. It may be three months from now, it may be six months from now, it may be 12, we don't know. right? This is, this is un, again, uncharted waters. But at some point, we will have an opportunity for those seniors uh, to experience what they've worked so hard to, uh, to, and, and deserve. And so we will have commencement at some point. We hope that that's, uh, our hopes are we can combine the spring and summer for August 7th, 8th, and 9th. That's our intent now, that will be posted. Uh, If it's not already, that will certainly be posted this week. So again, continue to plan on that commencement. It it will be delayed um, and hopefully in August we're we're in a much better place. And if we have to extend it through December, then we'll have December and spring graduations together and we will make it work, Tyler.
1: That's great to hear and know that we're working so hard to allow these students to get to enjoy the tradition of Tarleton graduation. It's the most fun day. <laughs> so, speaking of this new normal, how is this going to impact our students' chances of getting a job, maybe even completing their requirements for graduation, clinicals, internships, field hours, things of right. that nature? good
0: question. We, we are committed, and our provost, um, Dr. Murray and her team of, of associate provosts, deans, chairs, department leaders, faculty, all of us. Um, in the academy are deeply committed to ensuring that our students graduate and that they finish this semester with the earned credits to, to again, uh, to persist to the next level. Our freshmen to sophomores, sophomores to juniors, juniors to seniors. And so that is our, outside of the health and well-being of all students, our second primary focus is ensuring that the academic um, matriculation occurs, right? And that we are, we are ensuring that you persist and continue to earn those hours. Uh, Each dean has created unique virtual learning opportunities for each student, especially in the lab. I know I've already already heard uh, great feedback from uh, Dean Lewis in the College of Health Sciences and what she's doing with some of her nursing students to
1: ensure that uh,
0: they get across the
1: line. Would you like to add anything to that, Dr. Stein?
2: Sure, I had an interesting discussion with an upcoming graduate. She's to graduate in May, so she'll be looking forward to that August commencement. I know everything that happens in August is gonna be very very memorable because of the situation that we've all been placed in, and students all across the United States are being placed in these same decisions in the same format. What will be unique about Tarleton students is their opportunity to tell their story. When it comes time for their job interview, How did you react during this? How did you work with your faculty members in order to ensure that your learning didn't stop? I think students will be able to use this as a very positive experience to show their maturity and the way they handled the situation to keep on learning and what they learned from the situation. So virtual platforms and things that they're going to develop during these months between now and final exams are very, very important. And I think we can see the silver lining in this as we look forward to a positive outcome and something that they certainly will be memorable and they can talk about for many years. But it could prove very beneficial in an interview because you're able to tell your own experience and how you handled it and how you made it work for you. Positivity is very, very important. And I think Tarleton students are going to glean that from their faculty and their staff and put it into practice as we meet this challenge.
0: Well, and know that we're here. As president, I've already, with our December graduates, um, I conducted a lot of phone calls for interviews, um, letters for uh, graduates that were pursuing a job or post um post-baccalaureate, uh, professional schools, et cetera. And we're gonna to continue to do that. We're gonna put our Texan graduates in the best position moving forward. And, and no one knows what the economy will look like, right? And so I think we're gonna see more of a virtual economy, uh, a new normal moving forward. And how you as graduates react, you heard me say many times, uh, the students that will graduate in this class, 70 plus percent will work in a field that they've not created yet for themselves. So this, that probably will be enhanced even even faster and further, the, further than our imagination.
1: I think those are great points, and that each student can reach out to their specific department um, to work on getting those credits and Absolutely. certificates and things of that nature and continue to check the website for right. updates on that. So this is gonna be a harder one. It's a question we've gotten a ton. How can students expect Will there be, what is looking at for an adjustment in tuition?
0: Okay, yeah, we will not have offsets or adjustments in, in tuition, um, because we have services that we've had to pay for for the entire year, certainly by semester by semester, and we're gonna continue to provide that educational experience, and, and you're gonna garner your credits, you're gonna, seniors will have the opportunity to finish strong, graduate, and so those opportunities will not go away
1: along with that housing and meal plans are we going to reimburse students for that
0: i don't have an answer for that and and again i think our students have always at least they've complimented me on the fact that we're that i've always been transparent and, and forthright it is something we're looking at it's something we're exploring at the system level uh... at the at at the institution level uh, it will probably most likely come in the form of credits uh, because again we've already paid for services for um, residential halls for food service contracts. A, a lot of that uh, involves a third, uh, second, and, and, and third place vendors, if you will. And so, a lot of that is very fluid. But, but I promise you this: we are working very hard uh, to make it as fair um, and as reasonable for each of our students.
1: And we've mentioned residence halls and students living on campus. If the student has chosen to move out and they are back home or somewhere else for two or three weeks and decide to come back, can they, what could they expect if they decide to move out completely and things of that nature?
2: Yes, we are open for students. We are ready to have them back. Not only are the seller staff in residential living and learning available for them, but the staff all over campus is here and ready to assist with all of the resources that they become accustomed to. So we welcome them back at a time that fits with them and their family's personal decision about their safety and where they think they need to be. We're working very hard to make the campus safe and clean on those regular cleaning schedules, but we are definitely open for business, Tyler.
1: Well, thank you both for joining us. I know you answered a lot of great questions. These are the top questions we've got, and if you have more questions, be sure to go to the website. We've answered majority of the main questions we've got, and if you have more questions, Reach out to your professors and your departments for those. Please know that your faculty and staff are working really hard to get these lessons prepared and out for our students, and that we are providing resources for them at this time. And like I said, I commend Tarleton in general for what you have all done in this time. And as a student and a voice for the students, I know that we appreciate the updates, the social media interaction, and everything you're doing.
0: Well, thank you, Tyler, thanks for your leadership, this, not only during this time, but, but the entire year. Uh, we, we've certainly been blessed uh, to have you selfishly as the president transitioning in. I couldn't ask for a better SGA president. And I also can say the same for all of our students. Thank you so much for understanding uh, during this time of, of unprecedented crisis. It, it, again, it, this will continue to evolve and change. I ask each of you to continue to be patient Uh, to remain diligent in your academic pursuit of a Tarleton degree, uh, which separates you from everyone else in this world because it truly is special to be a Texan. We will get through this. Um, This will change the way we move uh, through the educational process moving forward. But I promise you, together, we're stronger, united as one. Thank you for joining. Godspeed. Roll Texans and bleed purple.